Hello. Thanks for tuning into episode 51 of the Because Why Not podcast. Oh, I'm so happy that we've made it to this point. It's exciting for me. Here we are. We're going strong. And I really appreciate you listening and appreciate your support. And I want to humbly ask you that you please leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps to get it in more people's hands, the more reviews that we have. And please share it with anyone who you think might benefit. And um, I think that's it for now. So enjoy this episode about success and as it relates to some things I've learned with law of attraction and just about viewing the world through a bit of a different lens, especially as you scroll through social media. So I hope you're well. Thanks again for being here and for supporting the podcast and Uh, here you go. Here's the episode. Hi everyone. How are you? I was going to eat an ice cream sandwich or sit down and record a podcast. (laughs) Lucky for you, I decided to put off the ice cream sandwich. Maybe I'll eat it when I'm done. Um, but I was just sitting alone. I am sitting alone in my house on a very rare occasion to be alone. Um, these days, my boys are doing their, their only camp of summer this week, which is a baseball camp, eight 30 to four 30 for five days, which is unbelievable to have this landscape of time of them away. Um, and my husband just went, uh, to the next city over Raleigh for work today. So I've got these hours and it's just kind of crazy because as most of us can relate to it, we're never alone. Um, you know, if we have husbands or partners or children or whatever, we're, it's just really hard to be alone unless you're in the car going somewhere. I do feel like at least I'll speak for myself. We're moving through life in a bit more of a normal way where you know, we're not on total lockdown. We're figuring out how to sort of move through life in our own way that feels safe. Um, you know, it gave me a little bit of pause to send my kids to camp, but I feel good about what they're doing. And I am going to send my kids to school. We are at a school that, um, has a plan to reopen and, you know, we'll see how it goes. But in this house, we feel strongly that if our kids can be with other kids and do the learning in person and have the social interaction, that it's really important that they do that. And we've just got our fingers crossed because here we are on August 4th, 2020, and we are still in the thick of it all. But I want to, as I always do, come to you with, you know, anecdotes input, things I've learned, stories from my own life, hopefully some humor. I feel like I've been a little bit on the heavier side lately, or at least in the last couple, just kind of talking about what's going on and not feeling like I have too many laughs, but hopefully you got something out of it, right? Um, And yeah, you know, I just have things that come to the tip of my tongue and the top of my mind. And then I sit down and share with you and, 
And I've been thinking about so many things that I want to talk about. And I've thought about being more planned out about um, these episodes with you. But the reality is that my life feels so fluid, I guess you would say, where I'm you know, with my children and I'm planning weddings and I'm coaching and I'm trying to find time for myself and for exercise and, and friends in whatever way that works out. And, um, and so when I'm really given the opportunity to stop and think and kind of feel and meditate on things, that's when things rise up and then I feel ready to talk about them. So I was sitting here alone in my house, which I feel very thankful for, the air-conditioned, quiet living room. It's kind of funny because I'm feeling like I'm having such an adult, like lovely lady moment. Like I showered, I'm wearing a sundress. I have fresh flowers here. No one's asking me for a snack. Um, It smells good. It's just, everything's great. And then I looked over and there's a stuffed bulldog on the couch, just staring at me almost like he's a real dog. Like somebody pet me, somebody feed me. Maybe that's just the mom in me that's like, does someone need some attention? Like, it's just hard to turn the focus all to yourself when you're a mom and you're just used to taking care of other people all the time. Um, but anyway, so here I am, I was sitting here and I, uh, went into my, uh, coaching Instagram, which is I am Grace Beeson at I am Grace Beeson on Instagram. And I do that more with my coaching stuff and where I, um, you know, try and share things I've learned, things I think are cool, you know, little snippets of the same kind of stuff that I share here. Um, and I just made this post that is about, well, the, the quote is, um, someone else's success does not impact your own. Someone else's success does not impact or has no impact on your own success. So this, it really, I got excited to make this post. It really stuck out to me when I saw this bright colored image of these words because it it resonates with me on such a specific level and I want to talk about that because I, I think it could mean something different to a lot of people. So if I had read that quote, someone else's success has no impact on your own. If I had read that quote, maybe a year and a half ago, what would I have thought? I think I would have thought that, you know, if someone else is successful, it doesn't help me to become successful. I would have thought about it in a way that meant that I was sort of not downtrodden, but that I was, um, just not being helped out by anyone else. Like, okay, well I'm on my own, you know, someone else may be successful, but that doesn't mean that they're going to help me be successful or that I'm going to be successful too. That's how I would have felt about that quote. Take a minute and think about that. How would you feel? What's your gut reaction to that quote, that someone else's success has no impact on your own. It's really interesting because 
I started to learn over the last year and a half and through my studies of law law of attraction about what this actually means. And what I believe the actual meaning to be of this is so much more uplifting and so much more positive than the way most people, I think, would react to or metabolize that quote. And so I want to share that with you because I realize as I go through time and months and weeks and time goes on, I keep coming back to how important and impactful and meaningful that my learning of law of attraction is. And I want to always find a way to share that knowledge with you in a way that can help you move forward with your life in a meaningful way, even if you don't go completely down the rabbit hole of law of attraction, or if you don't completely buy into it, um, I hope that in some way you might learn from me or glean from me the understanding that you are creating your own reality. We are all made of energy. I don't care what religion you are, whether you talk about God or Buddha or Allah, or if you just refer to the universe, it is all the same thing. These are energetic forces conspiring to work together to make things happen, whatever you, whatever name you give to it. We're made of energy and it all moves in a way, um, in a very real way. I mean, this is something that, um, you know, this is very literally, um, refers to what Einstein came up with about matter and energy that all matter is energy. And we are all just vibrating. That's what it is. We are vibrations. We are moving through life, vibrating and stay with me here. I can feel some eye rolls. We are vibrating. We are energy and we can move ourselves throughout this life, not only move ourselves, but create in life the things that we want to create. But we have got to focus on what we want and not on what we don't want because the things that we think about turn into things. What you focus on manifests. What you focus on manifests. Try it out. Like if you're completely not with me on this and I do understand the way that I talk about this and this sort of language about it is a little woo-woo. It's very, you know, let's say far left field if you're someone who's never read about this sort of stuff or if you don't use this sort of language. I'm guessing that most of you who are listening to this have heard some about this before, if only from me. But stop and think about it for a moment or practice it practice this energetic experiment of spending all day focusing on something positive or negative and see what happens. Whatever you focus on is drawn to you. Here's a really fun thing that you can do that I practice doing a lot just because I like to prove to myself that this is actually true. 
is that I will really mindfully and in a very focused way, every now and again, think about one or two people and then um, wait and see if I get text messages or phone calls from them. And it is so fun. I'm telling you, it is so fun. And some of you who are out there, I'm not going to call you out by name, but um, I did a couple of them recently and it worked this week. So if you've um, called me or texted me this week, just know that like I was calling you my way and I will return the phone call and the text. But um, I like to experiment sometimes and the energy does connect. It just does. You know, we call it in our language coincidence but there are no coincidences. We are all calling each other to one another. We are moving and shape-shifting and, you know, guiding things around with our deliberate creation and with our thoughts and making things happen. So when you get that phone call, quote unquote, out of the blue from someone and you say, I was just thinking about you. Why do you think they're calling you? I mean, it's so cool. It's so cool. So I'm going on a tangent, but I want to leave you with that little homework and with that thing you can play with because it's so, so, so fun. And then when it actually comes to fruition, when you get the phone call or the text message or, you know, the invitation to something from someone or whatever it is, remember to remind yourself that you were calling that in, you know, that you put that out there. I have a list in my day timer that I call my list of miracles and I put everything in there from like unexpected money that comes in or, um, things that I wanted to do that I get invited to do or people who reach out who I was hoping who would reach out to me or anything that feels like good fortune or that feels like coincidence or serendipity or anything related to anything that I am quote unquote calling into my life deliberately. Those are my list of miracles. And it's really, 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 really fun to play with because you start to realize that when you ask, you receive it. And it's a great reminder for me too, because of course I am, you know, I've lived, I lived, let's say 43 years of my life in one way and, you know, have shifted so much of my thinking in such a deliberate way over the past year and have to remind myself that, oh yeah, this is actually something I can do. So I will, um, keep talking to you about it because I think that this is one of the coolest things in the world. And, um, this is in fact, what is referred to as the quote unquote secret. You may have read that book or seen it on TV or on Oprah's book club in 2007 or 2008 around then. Um, but that is the secret. It is a secret. Not everybody knows it, but it exists. So let me get back to, let me rein myself right on in and bring myself back to this quote. Someone else's success has no impact on your own. All right, so I mentioned to you how I would have felt about that a year and a half ago. Here's what it means to be what it means to me now having studied so much law of attraction. When we witness other people's success in life, whether it's success in business and career, 
success in love, relationships, marriage, success in having children, uh, success in being joyful or living a wholehearted, happy life, success in having great experiences or advantages or even traveling, whatever it is. When we experience someone else's success, whether or not you've ever thought about it in a conscious way, what, what you tend to do or what we tend to do as human beings is to immediately go, generally speaking, to a negative place rather than a positive place. So instead of immediately thinking, oh my gosh, that's so incredible that they got that amazing job, which you may do for some people sometimes. I'm not saying that we are all garbage people who never feel happy for people. That is absolutely not the case. But let's just say, by and large, when we are looking constantly at other people's joy and success, which by the way, as I just said in my Instagram post, is a byproduct of being on social media. We are always, all day, unless we're doing so-called doom scrolling, as they refer to it now, about the news and all that junk. But we are, by and large, in social media, scrolling through a highlight reel all day of people's success stories. Whether or not they're true, it's what's put out there, and it's our perception that someone else, everyone else, anyone else, is experiencing success and joy that we may not be as it relates to career, travel, family, love, money, abundance of any kind, health. That's another really important one, health. And so we're taking all of this in and what we can tend to do as human beings which we don't talk about out loud. This is happening deep within your heart and soul, or maybe in your mind. Your mind, we know, is where fear lives. Your heart and soul is where love lives. But we're metabolizing this information in such a way that we allow ourselves to feel bad. We feel envy. We feel jealousy. We feel maybe resentment, maybe frustration, maybe anger. And the reason that we do is that we have a subconscious belief that when someone else has some kind of success, they've taken some of that away and there's less possible success that exists for us to claim on our own. Does that make sense? So when we see someone get something that we might potentially want, we somehow believe that there's less left and available to us. We think, well, they have it. So now I'm not going to have it. They got that thing. So how am I ever going to get that thing? And the greatest piece of information about this, which is what I wanted to get on here and share with you today that I clearly feel passionately about, and that was such a life hack for me to learn from the spiritual realm to take into my real life, and that is completely applicable to your life right now. 
the most vital piece of information for you to have is that there is enough to go around of everything. There is enough of everything all of the time to go around for everyone, whether it's great jobs, great experiences, deep love, a life partner, friendships, children, money, health. There is enough of all of it, all of the time to go around for everyone. It's not limited. So when someone else experiences success of any kind, you can feel confident in being happy for them and feeling joy for them, no matter how much you also want the things that they have. Even if you don't yet have the things that they have, you can still feel authentic joy for them because what you now know is that in them having the thing, it doesn't preclude you from one day being, doing, getting, experiencing, having the thing. There is enough for everyone. It's not limited. Does that make sense? I really hope it does. We somehow are taught, and I don't remember being taught this with words, but I remember the feeling, and maybe this is the feeling of envy that we're raised with. We are taught that if someone else has something, then we may not be able to have it too. And it's interesting because it's antithetical to the If I can have it, then anyone can have it. If that person can do it, anyone can do it. I mean, just think about like the motto of New York City. If I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. Well, maybe that doesn't work. (laughs) But I was thinking about how like, you know, in New York City, if you see someone, like if you see a young woman succeeding in New York City, you think to yourself, I can succeed in New York City too. So there is that. It's not about that we walk through life not believing in ourselves. That's sort of a different thing. Like we may believe in our ability to do or be certain things, but there's something about witnessing other people's I'm just going to call it abundance and and let it speak for love, money, joy, experiences, health. When we witness someone else's abundance on a level that we've not yet achieved to a point that we may or may not think is believable or achievable for us, we tend to believe that it isn't available to us, that They've gotten all the money, so there isn't enough left for us. Or they've gotten that job, so another job like that doesn't exist. Or they've found that husband who is all of the things that I want, so clearly there's not another one that can exist. So there's this feeling that like, um, while we may be able to be successful or get married or have a child or take a great trip, that it may not be as great as the thing that that other person has. And so the lesson here is that 
all the great things in life, no matter what they are for you, those wonderful, abundant things that you want are available to you, even if other people already have them. And there's no limit to how much of that you can create in your own life or to say it in the way that I was saying it earlier today, there's no limit to what you can call into your life. I look back on my life and so many instances of feeling like I would see something that someone else has or that they're doing or that they're experiencing. And I would think, well, that's done. Like I actually had that feeling of as if they had been shopping at a store of life experiences and they got the last one on the shelf. Well, that's done. I'm not going to be able to do that because they did that. And how could I ever do that? And it's such a lack mentality to think about it that way, that people were shopping in a store of life experiences and that they got the last one. And so there's none left for you. That is what we call in coaching a lack mentality. And what we want to have is an abundance mentality. So if you're going around always thinking that, well, there's not this and there's not that. Someone else got this or that. So there's none left for me. That's walking through life uh, with lack, you know, looking at things with lack rather than with abundance. And so that's a general concept and something so vital and important to really spend some time thinking about how do you look at the world? Do you look at it with lack or abundance? And I work on that every day, especially as it relates to um, creating um, abundance with clients and of course with income and with life experiences and travel, things I love and experiences with my boys and time with family, you know, something I think a lot about during this time, but I focus so much on abundance and not on lack, which is not something I always did in my life. So it's again, something really wonderful that I learned throughout this process through my studying of law of attraction and certainly through my authentic leadership coaching where we really learn, um, which just validated everything I had learned for months with law of attraction. You know, we learn that we create our own reality and certainly our own abundance. But to wrap it up about this quote that I brought to you today, I just think that if you're not going down the giant rabbit hole of law of attraction, um, that you can take this piece of it. Take just this and look at your own life and how you take in information from what other people are doing and experiencing, particularly as you scroll Instagram. How are you metabolizing that information? How is it making you feel? And if it's making you feel bad, what is that? Why are you feeling bad and how can you turn that around and does it help you to turn it around and do you feel better about it if and when you turn it around and think that's so great that they have that thing and I can have and do and be that thing too because there's enough for me. There's no limit for me or for anyone else. It's just all in how we look at things It's all in how we think about them. 
because whatever we are thinking about all day long, rest assured you can believe that is what you're going to create in your own life. So practice that. Practice that with focusing on a friend you want to hear from. Anything like that. It's really, really fun. It's almost like this magic trick that you didn't know you had until today. Now you know you have it. So I'm going to leave you with that. And I'm going to go eat my little coconut milk frozen um, ice cream treat. And then do some more... um, work in my quiet house and you know me maybe watch a little bravo or listen to a little bravo podcast um i was just reading online briefly about ellen degeneres and trying to understand why everyone has turned on her um because i just have been seeing snippets about that and it feels so harsh and fast and i just kind of haven't understood that so I did a little reading about that. That was really interesting. And I've been watching um, all the past seasons of the Great British Baking Show. And let me tell you something. It is like meditation. It is one of the most soothing things I have ever watched. And I'm learning a lot of baking tips, which is really cool, too. So I want to recommend that. Um, I also want to... um, recommend doing more actual reading of actual books made with paper. I've been doing that this summer and it's been awesome. I was doing so much reading last year of self-help books and, you know, personal growth and development books. And I've been reading fiction. It's just the greatest escape. So I can't say enough about that. Um, One wonderful book I just read is called Perfect Happiness, which is the fourth Um, novel by my dear friend Kristen Cusick Lewis Perfect Happiness and it's really great and it's this concept of this woman who writes books and is sort of this guru of happiness but is struggling in her own life so um, it speaks to all these issues of you know authenticity and how people are really living and what are they portraying versus what, what their reality is so that was a great book and really kind of goes along with a lot of what we talk about here. So um, I send you lots of love. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and that you can take some time to yourself and that you get some kind of um, summer vacation somewhere, Um, even just a break from work and some fresh air. But be well, and I will be back with you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you would, pass this episode or any other along to anyone you know who might enjoy it or who you think might benefit from it. And if you can, take some time to leave a review of this episode or any episode of the Because Why Not podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen. It helps so much to get it into the hands of other people who might enjoy it and benefit from it. Also, please visit anchor.fm slash Because Why Not podcast to support this podcast. You can scroll to the bottom of the page click on support and make a one-time donation or become a monthly sponsor. It really helps me to keep going and to create these podcasts for you regularly.
So thanks again and take care of yourselves. Bye. Yeah.